Welcome to the Born and Raised Audio Experience. Presented by Onyx. All right, guys. Thanks for uh, sitting down and hanging out here. I got Dylan with Onyx here. And uh, today we're going to go through basically application season, what to look for, um, what tools that Onyx has that's kind of opened some doors for us and how we're exploring different areas, going after different tags. And uh, Dylan, a little quick rundown. What's your history with Onyx? How long have you been with the company? What, what do you do for them? Yeah. Um, so Dylan Dowson is my name. I've been with Onyx for... Little over seven and a half years, which is crazy. Um, I've worked very closely with these guys at Born and Raised for pretty much the duration of that. Shortly after, um, I'd say yeah. for a good five plus years, and we go way back. So um, I remember we started in customer service. Yep. Right? Yep. So I started in customer service. A lot of folks probably back in the day, if they called, they talked to me because there was one customer service at the time, and that was you. Yep, and that was me. So now, if you call, you're going to get one of probably fifty plus folks. Um, much different, a lot of growth within the company in the last seven years, particularly the last two or three years. But um, yeah, so I've been there for, for a little while. Now I work with Western Big Game Marketing. So I'm fortunate enough to work with the folks at Born and Raised and some other ambassadors and, and key partners of ours. Um, and yeah, love my job. It's, it's pretty cool to, to do what I do and not really think of work as work. Yeah. So I think the one who here uses Onyx, you guys use Onyx? So the cool thing is how much it's not just a mapping tool anymore. Um, they, they've got a lot of unique things, uh, layers that they've developed further out. But on the application side, you've got the, the elite member opportunity with Hunt and Fool, uh, the Top Rut stuff. And then and Hunt, the Reminder. Hunt Reminder. Yep. Hunt Reminder is a big one for me because I'm, I'm horrible. I don't know how many deadlines over the last few years I've missed because I wasn't paying attention to the calendar dates, and now that's all, yep. all part of it. So, And it's constantly changing, too. About the time where it's like, okay, Utah's this date, Montana's this date. Like, Utah this year completely just changed their both start and end date for applications. And so if you apply for that state, like, you have to keep up on those year in and year out, or you will miss an application. Um, but, yeah, as Cody alluded to, basically all Onyx Hunt elite members. So we have a premium membership and an elite membership. Premium is a single state. Elite, you get all 50 states uh, recently and Canada. So we launched Canada within the last uh, handful of months. So if you're going north of the border, we got you covered there now we're gonna, with Elite. We're going to do that in October for some waterfowl. Waterfowl? Yep. That sounds like a good time. Um, so yeah, all 50 states, Canada, and then a slew of not only application season focused things that we'll dive into, but some discounts on trusted brand partners, um, some exclusive first looks at items and so on and so forth. Um, but to dive into the application side of things, as you said, all Onyx and Elite members, you get access to a free digital membership with Hunt and Fool. So Hunt and Fool is like boots on the ground, industry knowledge as far as I've hunted that unit. I know you know, what that unit looks like, so on and so forth. We used Hunt and Fool, uh, Trent and I did last year. Yeah, in Colorado, actually, that <laughs> yep. buck, that buck's back there, Little that little four-point, <laughs> or actually a pretty nice four-point. It was in an area with a one-point draw in Colorado yep. that kind of gets overlooked, but they ended up killing, I think, 
seven or eight bucks on that? I think it was eight total. Yeah. And that was one of the smaller deer that they killed. And it was just kind of one of those hidden gem type of deals um, that now you kind of can have access to those, yep. those yeah. opportunities. And without hunting full, like, frankly, we called them and we're like, hey, we collectively, I think I had three points. Some had two, a couple I had four. And we said, hey, here's where we're at point wise. Here's the type of hunt we want to do. Uh, we're willing to car camp. Um, we did third season, so the rut was pretty much going or just kicking off at that point. But it was relying on Huntful's knowledge and expertise to say, like, hey, here's here's the type of hunt we're looking for. We want an adventure hunt. We're not looking for the biggest buck in the unit. Obviously, if we find big deer, like that's a, that's a plus. We'd be lying if we weren't trying to find good deer. But at the end of the day, we wanted to check out some really cool, hard to hunt country. We weren't afraid to hike. We've got this many points. Here's what we're looking at. And Huntful essentially was like, well, we could do this unit. We could do this unit. We could do these couple units. And here's what, what I like about each one of them and quickly narrowed it down to where we ended up applying for. Um, and yeah, burned a couple points and we all, it was the first time any of us hunted Colorado. And I would say we crushed it. Like I shot my biggest buck on the last day of the season in Colorado. Um, it was the first time too I hunted mule deer out of state. Like I'm from yeah, Montana. You're, you're Eastern Montana boy. You like you're north yep. north used to hunting mule deer in the rut. Yep. In Colorado, you're at ten thousand feet. It was a much different scene. Uh, yeah, Eastern Montana, you're looking like three to four thousand feet. There are you know some nasty canyons and you're hiking up and down and so on and so forth. But I had never done a mule deer hunt above even six thousand feet probably. Okay. So, yeah, like 10,000 feet felt like we were hunting elk in mule deer country. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was awesome. We all ended up shooting really nice deer and it was a blast. And a lot of that was due to the folks at hunting fool and their expertise. So, uh, part of the digital membership that people get, it's, a you get their e-magazine. So they do have a printed out magazine that they'll mail you. They do it strategically with, okay, New Mexico's, uh, deadline is next month or a month and a half out. So we're going to send you information on New Mexico. It's, It'll break down all of the costs of it, um, what it entails, what it means. Is it a preference point state? Is it a bonus point state? What's the resident, non-resident uh, percentages? A lot of information that typically is just so far over my head, it's really hard to learn. But if you just read, like I just read New Mexico since I'm uh, going to be applying to New Mexico soon. If you just read through that couple pages of articles, you learn so much. Um, and that's all available right through who here is hunted out of state from their or or has interest hunting out of state new states it's it's a pretty dawning i remember the first time was 2012 when we put in for wyoming and we had bought a couple points going into it and it you know you always just go through read the regulations well every state's proclamation is totally different and this is where it kind of gives you that rundown kind of the the cliff notes version Mm -hmm. that here's what you need to look out for here's some like you said and every state's totally different so it's it's a really good tool to just have there kind of figure out where where and what you want and and how that's going to happen in that state. Yeah, because I feel like, you know, like I said, I've, I'm from Montana and to read those regulations and changes every year, I feel like I need a law degree most of the time. It's right. It's really hard. And it's like, what do I need to know out of this 60 page reg? Like, what do I need to know? And that's what they do a really good job of breaking down, especially for the non-resident applying for other states. Um so that's one key component of it. And there's a lot of things that you get within that. Another one is Top Rut Draw Odds. So we actually acquired Top Rut okay. uh, last year. We've, we've worked with them for three or four years now. Um, it just was a seamless fit. So we 
we acquired Top Rats, so all elite members get free draw odds for all the Western states now. That is a huge <clears throat> tool because, I mean, I've kind of got points scattered all over the place, but there's some areas that I found, like Colorado, you don't want to build more than about four points mm-hmm. in the elk and deer side because you're like, I'm out of the reach of the max point side of it. So, you know, you can hunt some of these states more often than just waiting for some one premium tag. Yep. Um, so it's nice to see those draws right there in the top, yeah. top right. And that's one of the biggest things I personally have learned from the folks at Huntful is like Colorado, for example, use that since we've been talking about it. You can wait 10, 15, 20 years and accumulate those points and say, okay, now I have a, got 18 points. I've been applying for points for 18 years. I should theoretically draw a great tag and go find a, you know, a once in a lifetime buck for me, et cetera. Their opinion on it, and I completely, I entrust it now, is why not hunt it every two to three years? You're going to hit a, a good weather window one of those years. You can go on, you know, 10x more hunts. You can be hunting Colorado every other year or every two to three years. And some of those big tags, like you've had some really big tags. There's a lot of pressure with those. It's like weather. I mean, there's fire, all, all the things. You can have so much drought. time, money, and everything wrapped up in it that here you have this dream hunt for 20 years and it kind of falls apart in the last yeah. minute. So I I'm all in about the opportunity because more than if you do draw one of those premium tags, you have the experience you've, you've been doing it, you know, you get that under your belt and it, it's going to outweigh just that one tag opportunity. For sure. And you have that many more chances and opportunities to, you know, if you are chasing uh you know, not necessarily a number, but a type of deer or type of elk you're looking for, you can go there every three years and instead of going there once every 18 years, wait until you have 18 points. Well, now you've gone eight or nine times. There's a good chance you're going to hit it properly with the weather window and everything and have a super successful hunt. So yeah. that's one of the biggest things I've learned from them. But those draw odds help a ton with that. And like, now hunt reminders, just basically like that email calendar announcement. Yep. Hey, this is coming up. Here's the deadline. Um, I know that there's some states like if you get a point. And if you don't apply the next year, you lose the point or two years. So um, you know, when you spend the money in a lot of these states, you're having to buy a $175 license and a point. You can be out in an investment. And I, I was that guy in, Air, or in Nevada. I had five points scrimped through college to spend the money. And then I didn't apply and lost all those points. So Yeah, no, that, that actually happened to me in Montana with uh, moose, sheep, and goat in college right after high school i was like i'm gonna take a few years off applying now you don't lose your points anymore but at the time you did and so that's another you know just a plug for hunting full there like they change constantly what what you might think you know about your state could change like completely 180 the next year so now in montana you don't lose those points if you don't apply for i think it's three consecutive years but at the time i lost like six or seven gotcha so now i'm so far behind the curve of some of those units that Luckily, we're a bonus point state in Montana. Like, I still have a chance, but once you square those bonus points, it's I'm missing out on a lot of entries. Right. Um, so yeah, lots of changes. But hunt reminder essentially, and again, this is absolutely free with Elite, no additional charge. You just log in and say, okay, I'm interested in Colorado mule deer, Wyoming mule deer, uh, elk in Oregon, elk in all these states, whatever it is. There's like, there's an absurd amount of number of hunts and species. And this is through all 50 states. And what it does is it will text you and email you a reminder and say, okay, your application period is open for uh, New Mexico elk, elk and deer, whatever that looks like. 
And then it will, like a week before that application deadline, it will text and email you again. Hey, you have a week left to apply. Hey, you have a day left to apply. Hey, final hours of applying for so-and-so. Here's the link, go apply. Um, so you're not missing those deadlines. Because especially, you know, you can lose points as you alluded to, but if you're trying to chase a point number or whatever, if you miss a year, it can set you back a lot more than a year. Yeah. Um, so one thing I kind of want to talk through today is like during application series, season is when I'm spending most time kind of the e-scouting side of it, trying to figure out what some of these units look like, what's the pri private public stuff. Um, and it, it, I think with the combination of the tools at hand, you know, the age of the internet now, it, the, you're kind of limitless of what opportunities are out there, what you want to go explore. And I, I think this is the best time too, is um, when I'm talking to biologists, is wintertime, springtime, it's in their off season. Um, using specific information that I'm gathering through Onyx, talking about specific terrain, drainages, mountains. Hey, what are you guys seeing for winter kill? Uh, this is definitely the time of year, maybe not so much boots on the ground, but behind the laptop that uh, I spend the most time in Onyx outside the field. Yeah, and obviously we have, you know, what most people are familiar with, the private public game management units. Um, all that is super helpful, even just terrain, uh, 3D you know, what, what does this unit look like that I'm applying for? Is it something that I, I want to go do? What's the access like? You can see all that, but we have a slew of new features as well um, that are really cool, especially for figuring out where you want to hunt and uh, really the e-scouting portion. So from now figuring out, okay, I want to apply for this unit to, I drew the tag, how am I going to effectively hunt it and access it? Um, and some of those are only available currently on the computer. So it's called Terrain X. If you open up the maps on the computer, um, right on the right-hand side, there's a Terrain X button. If you click on that, you can now filter by, okay, I'm looking for, you know, an elevation band between 45 and 6,500 feet. I want to see southeast-facing slopes. I want to see, like, a, this degree of slope angle and, and start to see, like, what that unit is comprised of. So, essentially, think about this, the overview of this, when we watch them go through this new software. It's basically like shining a spotlight on what you want the targeted stuff. So it eliminates high elevation, low elevation, whatever it is. And then especially like spring bear, right? You're, yep. you're looking for the south facing slopes and it's going to basically light up that map of all those things that fit in that criteria. And it's really cool to see it. Like I said, it's just available on the web browser now. Mm -hmm. This is launched, what, a month ago? Yeah. Yeah. We, we really haven't talked about it a whole lot. We have plans to, to iterate and improve on it. So any feedback is welcome, like obviously here at the show or um, email into us. Uh, we'd love any and all feedback. You'd like it to look different, feel different, show different data. Um, but another cool element within that, and again, this is a little bit more toward after I draw the tag, but it's a pretty cool element of it is called view shed. So you can filter by all those things. But if you want to see what you can physically see from any point, if you click on view shed um, as you're panning around the map, and it helps if you're in 3D, too, to really kind of see what you're looking at. But anywhere that your mouse is on the map, it will show you what you can physically see from that location. So that's a pretty new piece of technology um, that really nobody's done before. And it's pretty crazy to, to look at, to pinpoint glassing points, shooting points. Exactly. So it's like if I, got, if I hiked out this ridge, got to this knob, from there, what can I see? What kind of, if this ridge is going to, is that going to block my way to this mm -hmm. basin? It'll basically spotlight that whole area of saying, okay, if I get to this glassing point, now I can see all this drainage, but I'm going to have to go over on this finger ridge 
to get in this cut on that draw over there. And it's, it's, uh, it, it really cha- kind of changes the game just before you get there, what you know you're going to be able to see in glass at the time. Yeah, no, I'm, a, I'm really excited to put that to use this year for, I've been checking out spots that I've been to, so I know what I can see and then looking at it and it's, it's really accurate. Um, the one thing it doesn't account for is, is there a lot of vegetation on your side, right? So if it's super timbered, it's not going to take into account for that. But if you're looking on an open slope or even like an old logging road or something, generally you can find a pocket within that logging road to glass through some timber or, you know, maybe find a clear cut or so on and so forth. Um, but yeah, pretty, pretty cool piece of technology to, to see what you can do with maps. What's the timeline on 3d maps offline? Have they talked on that? Um, yeah, I'm not certain there's actually some people at the booth that would be a good question for that know a little bit more than me about it. But, um, yeah, 3d maps are, you know, forefront of mind as far as like offline, what we can do and capabilities there. So, um, Right now, you can play around with 3D. You can check it out on the computer. We actually have a a 3D exaggeration as well on the computer. Um, That's pretty cool. So if you're in an area that's not, you know, really full of terrain and, you know, not in the mountains, essentially, like I'm from eastern Montana. I know there's a lot of topography there, but if you look at 3D, it's just it's not that exciting, honestly. Um, But we have a 3D exaggeration tool. So if you just slide that bar over, it extrapolates everything up. Um, you can get it to where it looks almost cartoonish, but you can find a happy medium of, okay, here's roughly what I know this area to be like. I'm going to exaggerate the 3D until I can figure out, okay, if I hike this ridge system, I can sit here and I can glass that in conjunction with what we just talked about. Um, it's a pretty cool feature. Who, who here has actually got online, used their computer with the Onyx website? Anyone? Couple Jake, a couple here in the back. Uh, honestly, like it's awesome to have on your phone, but the tool, the the base map on the web browser, is a is a three times more powerful tool there on the on the e scouting kind of all that planning side of it. You can you can really see and manipulate that terrain a lot better. Like I said, with the new terrain X feature and uh, what what was the spot view view shed view shed yep. yeah. Um, it really kind of opens up your eyes. Like if you're going into new country, what can I see? How does this look? Uh, it really kind of changes the game versus just sitting there on your phone or on an iPad. Yeah. And all that, a lot of people don't know, but with an Onyx membership, you can view it on the computer, your phone, and all that data transfers over seamlessly. So all of your waypoints and everything you have on your phone, when you log into your computer, it's right there and vice versa. So if I spend an hour e-scouting on my computer, and mark a bunch of points and here's the route I want to hike in the morning. And I know that's a good glassing knob. So I'm going to mark it a particular color. All that is then right in my phone. So I just pull out my phone and make sure I got a save map for the area and then I'm good to go. Yeah. Seamlessly transfers. Yeah. Yep. It's pretty slick. Yep. What, what's your plans for season this year? What do you, I'm still trying to figure that out. Honestly, I, uh, so I'm having my second kid this year, which is going to, I won't stray too far from home for, for a long periods of time. Um, I was going to do Wyoming elk that kind of came and gone. So I'm, that one's checked off already. Um, I'm going to apply for several hunts out of state. And if I draw one, it will be a pretty good tag. I'm not applying for one specifically that like, I know I'm going to get, and we're going to go do it. Like we did Colorado last year. Um, we actually sacrificed a couple points to, to ensure we were going to go hunt right. Colorado last year. So I'm going to be applying for, Harder to get hunts. If I draw, it will be a, a worthy venture, but 
lots of Montana stuff. We're pretty blessed with long seasons and um, lots of tags to fill in, in my home state. Yeah, if you don't kill an elk in Montana as a resident, you didn't try hard enough. <laughs> you didn't spend enough time because we got... Is it 12 weeks between archery and rifle? Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Long seasons. So, what about you? Um, so I've got a Idaho tag for archery elk, Strand and I do. Um, we've got Idaho panhandle whitetail rut tags. Um, and then I applied for Wyoming with a good friend of mine, South Cox. And we're at the cusp. We had... He had 13 points. I had 10 points, and I think we're a half point off a drawn. So we'll see. Hopefully, the draw gods are with us, and uh, mm-hmm. we can get an opportunity there. Um, still waiting to figure out what we're going to do with Oregon. Uh, I'll probably put in for a draw tag over east. And then my uh, my best friend, my best man at my wedding, and I was in his. He should draw same tag that Eric had this last year for Archery Elk. So I'm going to go awesome. call for him and spend some time trying to chase some bulls down. So Nice. No Montana this year? I don't think so. Yeah, it's already looking at the calendar. Yeah, it's going to be a tough one, too. So, yep. uh, And then, like I said, the Canada, Canada waterfowl trip, we're going to do first 10 days of October. So, Gotcha. Nice. Yep. So we have a, a couple different resources. We are working on more education because it's, our, it's the biggest requested thing that we have. We have a lot of features. It's a very in-depth. It can be intimidating at some point. Um, for a lot of folks, if you're not in it every day, like we are working there, um, we have these things called app one ones Most of them are on YouTube. They're like a live Q and a class, uh, webinar essentially to where we'll, we have one of our customer service reps and then a few other folks get on and essentially run you through the product start to finish tap each button. What does it do? What does this mean? You know, how do I, how do I turn this on? How do I turn it off? Et cetera. Um, after we're done with those classes, we upload them to YouTube and they're called app 101s. We probably have five or six of them up there right now. I would say that's a, a really good place to start anywhere from like 40 minutes to an hour. Um, you can skip through a lot of times we'll timestamp stuff. So we'll say like, okay, the first intro is on this. If you're well-versed, you can just skip through that and so on and so forth. But honestly, I would say swing over to, we'll, we'll answer any questions and, and help you through it. Cause again, that's the biggest thing is, there's a lot of things you can do with Onyx, and uh, one thing I say too is like you're not going to break it. Tap every button, see what it does, see what it doesn't do. Uh, you can't break it. If you get stuck, give us a call. But yeah, definitely swing by and we can help out. And then we've done. I think I've done probably two or three years of series on e-scouting, kind of on mm-hmm. our YouTube channel, and I did a lot of screen share stuff, just kind of talking through what features i'm looking for in the terrain so much not so much on the operational side of onyx but um, i'll definitely do another now with the launch of the the new features just to kind of walk through what i'm seeing what i'm finding and then what i'm looking for in the field uh when we're going out there so yep and that's super good we we try and focus on like what the product is capable of doing like what does this button do if you touch it and then we lean on our ambassadors and and the folks in the field that are experts in that of how do I use this to scout for elk? How do I use this to find sheds, find bears, whatever that looks like? Um, so yeah, definitely look to Born and Raised Channel for their e-scouting stuff as far as like real use of, you know, how to use a product in a hunting scenario. I'm sure at some point we could figure out what is... You More know, of like a heat map type Yeah, exactly. Deal. Like I'm looking for benches and then we could look at our topo and say like, here's a bench, here's a bench, here's a bench. Um, right now you do have to say, okay, I'm looking between this and this, and you could find the parameters to figure out where those are and it could highlight, but that's all manual at this point. 
Um, but yeah, that's the exact type of feedback we're looking for for that. The other one that they launched a couple of years ago was like the forest type. Mm-hmm. You could select what kind of trees or um, age class essentially yep. based on what the aerial image looks like. So um, it was, I know it worked really good for us. Like when we went back east turkey hunting, I'm just like, what, what are those trees? You know, dense, it's not just a hardwood or, yep. or anything like that. It was, it was, and it would basically give a, a color map or a heat map of what those are. Yeah, tree, tree cover and then also uh, crop. Crop. I honestly, I wasn't incredibly excited about crop at first, just being a Western hunter. I didn't think it was going to be that beneficial, but it really has proven, um, proven me wrong the last couple of years. Like even for elk hunting, if you throw up the crop layer and you see alfalfa, or hay or anything like that nearby. Like a lot of times, most likely that'll be on private land, but if there's public close by with good bedding, like there's a great chance that there's those elk are gonna be in the alfalfa or in the hay constantly every night screaming their heads off. And then they're gonna find a good, you know, a good travel route from where that is to the bedding on public. And I've been successful finding elk uh, that way. So the crop is also one that is, uh, is noteworthy. Yeah, I mean, I know in case on Land of the Free, the very last segment in Montana, we were hunting elk that were down in private every night on alfalfa pivots, and they were coming up out of bed, coming up in bed, and, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it was, it was really good hunting. Yeah. We have the most updated imagery. Whenever we have new updated imagery, we automatically put it in the app. We're working on some stuff right now that you're going to see a lot more frequent imagery updates, almost like monthly um and that will be out actually here pretty soon as well as some other things that you might be able to pay additional uh money for a little bit and get like okay i want to see this area within the next five days um again for western hunting it would make sense in some areas i want to see like how many trucks are i want to see how many uh horse trailers are parked at a trailhead because it's in colorado and i don't have the time or money to drive there so i'm going to pay x amount of dollars to see you know, get an image shot of that trailhead and say, okay, there's 10 September horse trailers. September 15th, there. what does it yeah. look like? There's Walmart 10 horse trailers, lot. exactly. Not going there. <laughs> but we are working on stuff for more more frequent imagery. It might be a little bit less detailed, but it will be more frequent. So you'll have that option. But right now, to, I guess to answer your first question though, right now it really varies. Like some states, uh, they fly or shoot satellite images of very frequently. Some states say don't. We're a little bit at mercy right now of the the data that's out there as far as that but we're like i said we're in the works of more frequent well thanks guys i appreciate dylan and all he's done he's been a, a great uh human to work with we got to spend a lot of time together in the field so for us it's it's a it's a business uh relationship but more now of a friendship we get a uh joke hang out and spend some yep. time together so i appreciate you dylan and all the efforts that you make for all the guys out there have an onyx on their phone and can have success in the field so. yeah no and likewise and like you said it it really feels more of like a friendship and uh you know hunting partners at this point and it's super fortunate when we get to do that so yeah um yeah appreciate it all right thanks to god for attending guys and uh i hope you guys enjoyed this audio experience from born and raised